and welcome to Reclaim Yourself Podcast, where you can find all things inspiring. I'm your host, Amber, and let's jump into the episode, shall we? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited to introduce you to Bridget. Um, I have had the pleasure of meeting her recently, and her work is just incredible. But to be honest, Bridget, if I were to try and describe what you do, I would completely butcher it. So I'm just going to give the reins over to you and let you tell everyone what you do. So currently I am working as an intuitive healing guide and energetics coach. And what that means for me is I help people really recognize energetically what is holding them back. And we identify that specific, a lot of times it's emotions or specific trapped emotions or something of that nature. And then we recognize it and we are able to release it in a couple of different ways. And that really allows people to have more freedom and have the space to choose something that feels better than maybe something that they may have been struggling with or something that they were dealing with. And, um, it's really powerful. We do a lot of, we've had a lot of breakthroughs, a lot of healing, a lot of growth, a lot of expansion. Um, and I think it's empowering. It also empowers people to be able to kind of be free from those. I call them trapped emotions or non-beneficial ideas, thoughts, energies, um, limiting self-beliefs is a big thing that I work on a lot and really being able to release that and then choose something that feels better, I think is very powerful. So So, I facilitate that, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds very intriguing. Um, I'm very curious about two different things. So first of all, how did you get into it? And second of all, what is one of the biggest breakthroughs that you feel like you've experienced in doing this work? Wow. Yeah, a lot. There's so many breakthroughs. I'll think of my favorite, but first I'll start with, um, I'm actually a registered nurse. Um, I'm a hairstylist as well. I was a hairstylist for a long time and, um, I've been a nurse for the last seven years. So I'm very much into healing, being of service. Um, one of the things that just absolutely lights me up as just a human being is being of service to my community, being of service to the people around me, the people that I care about and really being able to actually help people heal is important. Um, and as far as allopathic medicine goes, I kind of reached this point where there's a lot of my beliefs that don't 100% align with Western medicine and allopathic medicine. And I'm not bashing it in any way. I'm very grateful. I, I love medicine. I love science. I love all those things. And I think there's a time and a place where it truly saves lives and it's truly a miracle, but a lot of the day-to-day functionings of our healthcare system have some flaws. And, um, I kind of got to this point where it didn't feel like it aligned anymore, as much as I love it, as much as I love being a nurse and I loved my job. Um, and I've always been into energy, energetics, just always very intuitive. Um, I've always sought out 
alternative healing modalities, whether it's chiropractic care, acupuncture, talk therapy. Um, I've always believed in like the mind, body, spirit connection. And I think that they all work together in a perfect world. All three things work together to create optimal healing. And, um, so I really wanted to expand into that on a deeper level where I, I felt like I was really helping people heal and expand and grow on a spiritual, but also physical and emotional level as well. Like kind of incorporating that mind, body, spirit healing, um, in my work. So that has been a journey. I've, I've probably always been into a lot of what I do. I've always done. It was just more of a hobby. And I more recently fully stepped into owning it as a career, as a job, as something. And that was, it just became apparent that it was really needed. Um, like people, especially after the last two years, like people need healing. They need love. They need that safe space. Um, and that's what I try to create for them. So I think it's really, it's been really powerful. Um, I personally have been doing this work on myself for a long time. So I have a lot of personal stories as far as expansion and release. Um, I've had a lot of trauma in my life. I've had a lot of heartbreak trauma. Um, quote unquote, like negative experiences that have been, they leave, they leave a mark, right? Like you go through something and you, you, for me, I'll just explain my experience of it is like, you have this kind of bright eyed, bushy tailed, like view of the world. And then you go through something traumatic and you lose a part of yourself. Like you lose that part of yourself that believes the world is a safe place. And, um, through doing this work, I have been able to reclaim that part of myself that believes that the world is safe for me to live in and that it's safe for me to thrive. It's safe for me to grow. It's safe for me to expand and um, really welcome in a beautiful life because for a long time, I was not doing that based on what I had experienced in life. I got chills when you said that about, uh, <laughs> and I, it almost brought tears to my eyes because I resonate so much when you were talking about like, you have this bright eyed, like view mm -hmm. of life and then something happens and it completely destroys you. Also had that experience hurt a lot. And, you know, somehow you have to find a way to dig your way out of it. Right. Because all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, um, I think I'm in a really dark pit. Don't know yep. how I got here. But, you know, you just have to take one step at a time to crawl your way out. And so, um, you know, some of the things I've learned from you even helped me today in releasing certain emotions. And that's one thing I want to talk about, but not yet, because yeah, sure. um, I do want to like ask you some of the big breakthroughs that you've seen mm -hmm. in your work when you like fully stepped into this. I'm sure that opened up so many doorways to see so many big breakthroughs in people or even like even in your own life. And so let's talk about some of those. I think it's breaking, if I had to kind of condense it to a theme that I've seen with, with people that I've worked with, it's like breaking those patterns of, I think a lot of times, especially when you've been through 
trauma and then you accept you accept these limiting beliefs about yourself to become true you accept that I'm inherently broken or there's inherently something wrong with me, right? Like this experience happened and you filter it through your mind and your mind then translates it into like, well, I'm just never going to be happy. It's not for me to be happy. You know, that's for other people, but that's not for me. That's just an example. And then the ironic part about that is then you accept that belief and then you create situations in your life that reinforce that belief. So it becomes even more true. And I think the most powerful breakthroughs that I've helped facilitate is people recognizing those patterns and the, the limiting beliefs and the, we'll get into the trapped emotions, but that plays a role as well. Um, and really being able to recognize that and then either break that pattern or release the limiting belief. Um, and then they're able to have that freedom and have that space to choose a new belief. And that then creates a whole new reality because then you start to call in experiences, people, places, and things that are aligned with the new belief, which let's just say, for example, if it was you know, I'm just not meant to be happy. I'm never going to be happy. And then you change that as like, well, I don't align with that anymore. Now I choose to believe that I can be happy. And then you will start to experience being happy because it's almost entirely based on your belief system. Um, and that has just been so powerful. I have a lot, I've had a lot of experiences and stories and feedback of people just being like, I would normally this like this happened and in the past I would normally behave like this and today I was able to make a different choice because I recognize that pattern um and that to me is just like oof it's just everything it's amazing yeah that awareness is so powerful because once you experience it one time then you're like what else can I do and that's how you start stepping deeper and deeper into like the healing journey itself I know I used to struggle with for years. I accepted for myself. I don't think I'll ever be satisfied, which means I don't think I can be happy. And I lived with that for years and years and years. And, um, you know, it was, that was part of what tumbled me into this life where I experienced this like traumatic thing that happened and then I had to dig my way out. Like I was talking about earlier, but, but you're right. Like if you start accepting those things and those beliefs, it's just going to take you on a trajectory that you really don't want to go down and is not necessary. So what would you say to someone that's kind of thinking like, Hmm, am I doing that? It's really only you can answer that question for yourself. And it, it, you hit the nail on the head with it. It, it starts and ends with self-awareness. So it's that taking that space to, I call it like become the observer, become the observer of your thoughts, become the observer of your experiences, of your inner monologue. Like if your um, inner monologue is speaking to you in a way that doesn't feel good, notice that. Um, and you don't have to change it overnight, but the noticing in and of itself is actually very powerful and it starts to release some of that energy. And then continue to notice that. And then when you feel that space, you can start to choose something that 
feels better. Um, and I think a lot of people don't even aren't even really cognizant of the fact that we're having these conversations inside of our mind all day, every day, right? You have that like inner, I call it an inner monologue. Um, so I think the first step would just be just noticing that and seeing if you like, if you like what you're hearing, because a lot of times we're conditioned for it to be not kind to ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, during these years where I was speaking to myself so negatively, I, when I started the healing journey myself, I realized that like when I got on the other side of it, I was like, oh my gosh, I think what I was experiencing is like my looking glass of the world was tarnished and really dirty and kind of brown. And I didn't even know. Right. So then once I started cleaning it up, I was like, wait, this is what crystal clear is, <laughs> you know? And yeah. it was just this big, bright, um, outlook on, on life. This is just an analogy that I it personally experienced, but yeah, it was like cleaning the looking glass, not even knowing it was dirty. And, um, I think that is something that's hard for people when they're stepping into the healing journey is maybe not even knowing that that's a problem. And so I love that you're saying, pay attention to that inner dialogue. I like to, I mean, now that I'm aware of it, I have conversations with myself every day, constantly. And, um, you know, before that you don't realize that you're talking to yourself. And so I love that you're encouraging people to like pay attention and think of yourself as almost two different people within you having a dialogue or three, if you want, I don't know, maybe this sounds crazy, but that's what I do. And you just start to befriend that person who's speaking badly to you, you know, and if you just show that person speaking badly to you, love, it's going to spark something, right? So if you can, you know, with your, um, conscious mind, just start just say something nice, one little thing that's going to change the whole trajectory forward. Um, but that kind of gets me into this other thing I wanted to talk to you about, which is the tapping, you know, I'm in love with this method right now. Um, you know, I love it because it's something that I can pull out if I'm, for example, you know, family dynamics can be difficult sometimes. And sometimes we can get really triggered by something in our family or your friend group or at work with your coworkers. And this is something that you can just like pull out of your pocket and use right then and there when you're feeling triggered. Right. So will you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah. So um huge fan myself. I totally geek out over tapping. And this is an example of something where I have been utilizing this practice is called emotional freedom technique, um, energetic tapping. And I have been using this for probably over a decade, just personally. Um, I took a class. I don't even know where, like I said, I've always been into these alternative modalities. So I saw a class, I took a class, absolutely loved it. And, um, like you said, it's very, the, some of the things I love about it is how customizable it is, how easily accessible it is and how powerful it is as well. So, tapping EFT essentially in the most nutshell version is you have um, energetic pathways along your physical space. So some people think this is a little woo-woo. I personally consider it to be scientific because if you look at it from a scientific lens, we actually are electromagnetic beings and we have electromagnetic currencies that flow through us at all times that keep us alive, that run our bodily functions. Um, so very much like your 
in my mind, I, I visualize it a lot like your electrical current system, like within the walls of your home, you have a currencies, you have pathways where these currencies run throughout your body system. And those are called meridians. And so these energetic meridians flow to different areas that can get very complex. So we'll just leave that at that. And then with the tapping is you tap on specific points of the energetic meridians that are essentially um, vortexes into those meridians. And in doing so, you're actually stimulating and moving the energy through those pathways. And what happens, there's a few things you can do. There's a lot of things you can do. It's, it's very customizable. Um, generally speaking, in the traditional sense, you're going to use it to say you're experiencing something undesirable, like you're having anxiety, right? So you're feeling very anxious and you want to move that energy because anxiety is energy. Um, so you would allow that anxiety to flow. You're going to feel it. You're in that space. And then you would tap on the specific tapping points as you're feeling that anxiety. And what's really cool about this is that there's actually scientific research proving that this blunts the hormone cascade, the stress response from your brain, from the amygdala in your brain. It actually decreases the messaging to create cortisol and adrenaline and stress response. So it has been studied. Um, I always like anything that I get into that's on the more woo woo side of things. I always love to find science to back it up because to me, it's one and the same. Um, so that actually decreases your physiological stress response and will you will feel it as you're practicing it. You will feel the release. You'll feel the relief. You'll feel that shift especially if you're really worked up when you're doing it, like you will literally feel it just release from your body. Um, and it's, it's amazing. It's really cool. Yeah. It's super powerful. Um, like mm -hmm. I said, I'm loving it. I'm so grateful that I was able to learn that from you. If anybody well, wants to learn, uh, is that something that you teach? I definitely could. Yeah. I mean, I have, um, the module that I made for, um, our group container there. I'll plug high vibe money, mama. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful group container that um, Jamie C and Lindsay means and I were coaches in the high vibe money mama. Um, and so I made a, a module for that container where I really went into like the science and the points and the specific, the specific ways in which it's done. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would definitely teach that to anybody who's interested because well, it's cool. definitely, yeah, yeah. it's so cool. I'll definitely plug you, but, um, let's also plug, like you said, high vibe because Lindsay's on the yeah. podcast and Jane, yeah. so I can't uh, wait for everyone to learn more about like what you guys are doing because, um, you know, this is, I'm learning from you guys. I'm a part of it and I'm embodying this in my daily life and I'm seeing the, the benefits and the results and they're just, we're at the beginning of this. And so it's just super powerful. So yes, plug, plug away there. Um, but I'm interested right now about, okay, so you were a hairstylist. Mm -hmm. You're a registered nurse, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you do the, what do you call it? Just like energy healing, energy work. How would you summarize that? It's interesting because I also struggled with that. Like when I first <laughs> left the hospital and I fully stepped into this role as this becoming like 
what I do and who I am externally. Um, I was like, what is this? Right. It's, it's a lot more ambiguous than saying like, I'm a registered nurse and I work in a hospital. Right. Um, so the identity is a little bit fluid, but, um, at this point I would call it, I call it, um, an energetic healer and, um, intuitive, like a, a healing guide, more of an intuitive healing guide, because most of the time I'm guiding you towards self-healing um, because I personally believe that the body and the mind and the spirit knows how to heal itself when the blockages and the negative traumas and trapped experiences are removed from our day-to-day, -day, I, I feel like your body will really will heal itself the mind, yeah. especially and spiritually. Yeah, so. absolutely. But I love the title you came up with intuitive healing guy. I think that's perfect. And so, so yeah, so that would be, what was it like transitioning through all these different career paths? Interesting. Um, it's funny how they're all very, very similar. Um, and kind of, like I said before, I think my biggest thing has always been being of service. Um, that's just what get, gets me going. That's what fills my cup. That's what makes me feel like I'm living a fulfilled life is, um, helping people and helping people feel better. And so I was a hairstylist since I was 16 years old. Um, and I took it cosmetology in high school and I just did that literally for 20 years. So that I loved. And I, to me, hairstylists are healers. I've always felt that way. I think there's really powerful magic in helping someone feel beautiful and feel good and feel confident because when you feel good and you look good and you feel confident and you feel beautiful, you radiate a different kind of energy and it's very powerful. So hairstylists, I have a lot of love for them. I feel like we're all doing that kind of same work. And then as a registered nurse, I actually worked in hospitals and some very, you know, I worked all through this entire pandemic. And uh, before that, it's very stressful. It's a very, very stressful job. And um, I think what surprised me most about getting into allopathic medicine and working in the hospital system is I actually remember having this like moment of realizing that I was doing more good as a hairstylist than I was as a nurse in the hospital system. Um, it's just a very fractured system and you can show up with the absolute best intentions to be the most loving, compassionate, caring caregiver that you can possibly be. And it's a, it's a, it's an uphill battle trying to provide quality care. Um, so that really was hard for me. Um, and then I think ultimately that's what ended up leading to me fully choosing this role as an energy healer and as a coach is that same desire to be of service and show up in a way that was actually helping people, um, I did help people as a nurse. I don't mean to minimize it, but it's 
without getting too much into detail, it, it's um, it's hard. It's a hard it's a hard life, and you don't you go home and you have no idea if you even did one drop of good because it's just such a crazy system. So, well, I appreciate your honesty there, and I think that the the cool thing about it is that you learned that it just wasn't in alignment with you, and now mm -hmm. having that experience, you found what's in alignment with you and you can build off of that. Like I'm envisioning for you, like how can you bring these two or even three worlds together? I'm like, I'm a dreamer. So I'm going to dream for you yeah. right now <laughs> because that is so cool that you have being a registered nurse under your belt. I mean, not everyone can say I'm a registered nurse. Like that takes school, right? Lots of education and years. And so you have that. How could you utilize that in this new career that you're doing. Just think about that oh, for a minute. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I actually have thought about that quite a bit because I love the human body. I love biology. I love science. Like I just love all those things. I think it's just incredible. And I do more and more. So lately I have been leaning into what I would call like a medical intuitive where you actually do receive intuitive information about what is going on with people from a medical perspective based on reading their energy. Um, that is something I, I have the ability to do. Um, I'm not currently offering that as a service, but I am leaning more into that because I, my, my ultimate dream as far as healthcare and medicine is for the woo woo side and the spiritual and the, um, you know, the mind, body, spirit side of things and the intellectual, scientific, Western, classic Western medicine for them to marry and for everybody to recognize that there's a time and a place for both. And that if we could all work together, that we'd have a much more cohesive healthcare system. So I personally have a dream of having my own um, practice where it would be a fully aligned, a healthcare based practice, but it's, it's, it's full service as far as we would recognize that there is a mind body spirit connection. And that, um, for example, that your trapped emotions and your trauma and your emotional history has a very real effect on your physical representation and physical issues and health issues. Um, so yeah, so I would love that. That's one of my, one of my goals. <laughs> I love that too. You're speaking my language. I love bringing these, you know, I find that there's such a separation between the way people think about different things. Like we say this term woo a lot. I've heard it a lot in, you know, people who do energy work or are in the spiritual world or on the healing journey, they say woo a lot. And it's like, this stuff isn't woo woo. This stuff has been backed by science like energy is real and so we don't have to like say it's woo woo right because it's woo woo is this connotation that it's like it may or may not be real but like and that's why I love talking to you because you're you're the same in the sense that you do want that science backing I'm very I'm very much the same way I'm I'm completely open-minded and I will try almost anything um but I need that proof Right. And so that's why I really respect your opinion because I know you're the same way. So 
Thank you for that. Is there anything that you would like to add, um, like in terms of what you do or to encourage people who are stepping into the healing journey? I would just say there, there are so many modalities, um, that will help you heal and help you grow. And as someone who personally, I have healed from a lot of trauma and a lot of different issues. And I've been in very dark places where you think it's never going to get better. And you think it's always going to be like this. I would just say, know that it is possible to heal and know that it is possible to come out of a very, very dark place and come into a much more enjoyable, peaceful, joyful life and reach out to people who are living in a way that you wish that you were living or living in a way that you would like to emulate and ask them like, how are you doing this? What are you doing? Everybody has a story. I've had people who I tend to be like a very joyful, happy person. And I've had people who are like, oh, it must be nice to just like have this perfect life. And I'm like, perfect life, sis, like grab a seat. Cause let me tell you about myself. <laughs> and they're just like, what? Like, I would have never known that. And it's like, well, don't assume a and B everybody has a story and you can heal. Sometimes the people with who've had the darkest nights of the soul, if you will, have the most beautiful, kind-hearted, loving, joyful spirits, because you've gone through that stuff and you've grown and it's humbling. And it, it creates like a love for humanity, right? Because you've, you've suffered and you've overcome um, overcame. So I guess I would just say never lose hope and reach out to people who inspire you and have conversation. And if you, if you come and keep an open mind, I think the biggest thing, the, one of the biggest gifts is just having an open mind. Um, and then using your internal guidance system to say like, does this resonate? Do, does this feel, am I being called to this? Does this feel like it would help me? Um, and if the answer is yes, then keep an open mind and try it, right? Um, and you can heal, you can heal just by thought alone. You can heal just by believing. You can heal by reading books and experiencing that new information. And just sometimes you don't know what is going to spark that change in you. Um, but just knowing that it's possible is going to allow for you to experience it. I think that is such good advice is to just reach out to someone, just like take that effort and be like, Hey, what are you doing? You know, I think, Oh, that's such good advice. Thank you for that. Um, and then what would you say to someone? Because, you know, there are people who really struggle. It's like they, they want to do better and they go through this phase of, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm being positive. I'm, I'm doing some healing work, but then an event happens and they're right back to those old patterns. And so it's like that, that pull to, to not heal is so strong for those people that then they end up not believing that it's possible again. How would you help someone like that? That's tricky. And I've also experienced that, um, where you feel like you're just working and working and working so hard. And then something comes and just rocks you. And then you're like, what is the point? 
right? Um, and ultimately, it's just never giving up and having that hope. There has to be some kind of hope that things can get better. And you can look for proof of that in your own life. You can look for proof of that in the people around you who've overcome really difficult times. And I think one of the things that has helped me a lot is just the foundational understanding of the fact that life is cyclical and life is always changing. Your life experience is always going to change. And I think sometimes we have this kind of fairy tale in idea where it's like, oh, you know, once I get to this point, I'll just be happy forever. And like, that's not a thing, right? Like we, so you, you have good times and then you go down and then you have some not so good times. And it's kind of always on this roller coaster or this cycle. And I think if you just expect that, or you understand that as a baseline, then it's, you're not so devastated when things happen because it's like, oh, well, yeah, like this happens sometimes, like life's not going to be perfect forever. We can't expect it to be perfect all the time. Um, so that is really helpful. Like just always have hope and know that nothing is, nothing is ever permanent. Like that, whatever you're experiencing in this moment, it could change tomorrow. It could change next week. It could change the next minute. Um, and interestingly enough, believing that it can change will facilitate that change. So that's your first step. <laughs> love that. But I also love a nonlinear baseline. Like, I think that's the answer right there. Nonlinear baseline. Because one of the coolest things I've ever heard in life um, is that emotion is like energy in motion. And I know it's said all the time, but the first time I ever heard that and grasped it, I was like, light bulb moment, um, that emotions are fleeting and they're never permanent. And so I like that you're also talking about the cyclical living, like we do go in and out of cycles. And so such good advice. Thank you so much for that wisdom. Um, I could just sit and talk to you all day, <laughs> but we only sure. spent an hour. So, <laughs> um, if you, if anyone wanted to get in contact with you about some of the things that you do and the ways that you help people, how could they get in contact with you? So I'm on Instagram as the underscore intuitive underscore healer. So the intuitive healer, um, I'm on TikTok as the energy RN, which is a little bit more fun because TikTok's a little more fun, but it's the same thing. It's the underscore energy underscore RN. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much my two methods of communication at this point for social media. Perfect. Love that. I'm gonna have to follow you on TikTok. <laughs> Um, I, I yeah. have a lot more fun on TikTok then. <laughs> I love that name that the energy RN. Is that what you said? Yeah. Actually, so Jamie fun. came up with that. Jamie so is such a genius when it comes to like these little downloads of brilliant ideas. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have a bright future with your background and your feet, like the things that you're stepping into. I can't wait to see it unfold. Like I'll come to your clinic. I'll be there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Do you have any parting words? I guess, I guess not. I guess it's really just, um, keeping an open mind and really just seeing 
allowing yourself to be pleasantly surprised by the world is powerful. <laughs> I love that. Bridget, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And thank I'll you be seeing you in Hazab. Yes, soon, okay. I'm sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for being here. Please give this podcast a like, a share. It really helps support us. And we'll see you on the next episode.